Welcome to Spaghetti Launchers, a world-building podcast where we throw spaghetti at the wall and it is up to you what sticks. Each episode, we go in-depth on an element of fictional worlds, breaking it down and developing unique examples live on the fly to give you ideas you can copy, steal, or be inspired by. Whether you're a writer, a GM, or an all-around nerd goblin, un duende en polion. just looking to indulge your imagination, we've got you covered. I'm Kyle. I'm Ethan. On this episode, we'll be discussing teleportation and what having teleportation would mean for your world. I can tell you one thing. What? If we had teleportation, I would not have been so late to meet you today that you would have thought that I wasn't coming and gone on a walk and then had the kismet of running into each other on the street. Yeah. For, yeah. I, I thought we weren't going to record today and I went for a walk and then Ethan would have me walking down my street at the exact same moment. And I was like, oh, well, we are recording. It was Bashir. Yeah. So here we are. Teleportation um, would teleport- have solved that. I frequently reference in, in my life... God, I wish we had teleportation and this would solve all these problems, especially when it comes to like traveling far distances and jet lag. I don't want to travel to South Asia, for instance, and have to deal with the crazy amount of jet lag that requires. Well, it's not the travel that causes the jet lag. Yeah, but I mean, if you, well, fair. I don't want to be on a plane for 20 hours. Okay, period. well, then say that. Don't blame the time zones. I'll blame the time zones. No, you won't. What if we just not. have one time zone? Now, that is a topic for another de- another idea, it another is, day. Yeah, agree. But, but all right, so if you have teleportation, I mean, it's. I think if you're in a fantasy world, teleportation is somewhat assumed as like a small subset of a society. Mages, powerful wizards have teleportation. Mm-hmm. If you're like in a sci-fi, you have like beam me up, Scotty. You've got mm-hmm. that like short-range teleportation, but usually they're like it's all about ship travel. So, so not, that's not so much. But that's just such a big part of the trope that yeah, you could do it, but you'd be removing. So much of what's, you know, it'd be well, like having a fantasy world without spells. And and like I guess it is that foundational to it. I think that's where the implications become really interesting is mm-hmm. that if you if you include something and we talked about this when we talked about the mail, if you remove this core element of what makes a story happen, mm-hmm. like delivering a message mm-hmm. and you're like manually delivering a message. If you if you remove manually traveling somewhere, mm-hmm. you remove a lot of story opportunities and a lot of tensions that can exist because if you're just like, well, I'll just show up wherever I you can't really be ambushed. Well, I guess you could be ambushed. You absolutely could be ambushed. All right, so then, I think there I mean, number one in Thor Ragnarok, they showed how just using the Bifrost, which is a in effect a teleportation system, you know, you can get knocked out of the teleportation beam. Yeah. You could have someone fuck with your teleportation circles. You could have your teleportation counterspelled. In Harry Potter when they're um Yeah, the if you fuck up the spell then you end up splinching. Some... Splinching splinching? I don't know. It's when you apparate and it basically cuts your body in half. Yeah. Or you can just be you can be brought to a different location. Or you can be brought to a different location. So there are still ways to put limits on it. I want to give a quick shout out to Star Wars because as you were talking about that, I was like, Star Wars doesn't have teleportation per se, but hyperspace or it's, yeah, it's hyperspace. hyperspace is an excellent medium ground because yeah. it's it's really accelerating and it can happen from anywhere. Right. And it's ship based. It's not like Mass Effect where it's the relay based. Yeah, exactly. And you can be interrupted mm-hmm. while you're doing it. And tracked through it. And you and there's so much going on. It creates a lot of potential, and it kind of just cuts out the bullshit of travel from A to B. Because mm-hmm. if if you're if you're running on a tabletop game, 
playing out travel sucks. Mm -hmm. It's boring. Like, mm -hmm. how do you make that fun? Like, mm -hmm. hey, players, mm -hmm. all roll some dice to see how the travel goes. No, thank you. So, Or it doubles the work on the GM to come up with narrative and interesting plot hooks. You can't just have a central story. Now you have to come up with bandits. And how do they fit in? Yeah. And what is this town? And it's why games like the witcher or skyrim have fast travel but like, also take years to develop because they have to build in all of those interesting characters and side quests and npcs yeah. it takes it's effort yeah so so if if you build into your world if you're if you're jamming and you build into your world teleportation is an option you can cut out a lot of say it's city to city or something then you, you can really build that in but i want to get into the implications of it and one mm -hmm. thing that we're talking about like ambushes mm -hmm. So say you have a it's teleportation circle base, which is pretty standard. Mm -hmm. Is so location base, not individual base. And by correct. individual base, I mean mage or like yeah. Power Rangers. You have a teleporter on your watch or something. Yeah. Like so that. anything is location based teleportation. Just right. from Static. from from these points, you can teleport to these mm -hmm. other points. What kind of security are you going to need at those locations? And who is mm -hmm. who is the the guarantor of security for teleportation? So say you have a network of teleportation circles across uh, a whole continent you've got multiple countries you've got tons of factions is it a government's responsibility to be in charge of that or is it the factions who actually is there like a mage guild who use who operates them is there just air traffic controllers I, I mean analog I'm an i mean teleportation security administration you literally have your the tsa <laughs> No, I, I mean, yeah, no, I like it. I mean, it's funny, but but why would it be any different? Why wouldn't you? You could structure it to be exactly the same and do a little bit of allegory and parody there of waiting in line and getting literally again magic wanded down to see if you have yeah. any. You and could do that, especially and, if if you're running a like an RPG. All your characters or your your players are going to find that fucking hilarious. Absolutely. If you're just like, oh, TSA needs to see you, and then you and then they literally you wand you down. ID, you need, or and you can structure a teleportation circle to function on some sort of token based system, and there's your your like your boarding pass or your gate pass, you know. And but you, I'm thinking about it as you're, yeah, like. You could just build the infrastructure of a fucking airport, have Absolutely. multiple teleportation circles, Absolutely. and have them be like, it, there's like an eight, like like uh, a big atrium where everybody convenes. There's uh, there's there's food and there's drink and what have you, and they have to like warm up every one of the of the teleportation circles. It has to be like it can cast it every hour or something. Yeah. So if you're early or if you just miss it, just hang around for an hour so you have people waiting to to get yeah. onto the teleportation circle to to move on. Yeah. And maybe you could even, if you wanted to create, again, limits on it, because like Brandon Sanderson says when he's describing magic systems, the, the powers are interesting when they are limited, yeah. is you could build into your world that you are not necessarily magically blinking through one, you know, just literally instant transmission style. Yeah. But, you know, similar to Nightcrawler does in the X-Men, maybe you are moving through an extra dimensional plane. And maybe the barriers between the planes can only are, are fragile and can only handle so much opening and closing without putting them at yeah. risk for so, for and whatever happened in the boom. multiverse shit. Then you've got an interesting uh, story opening of they're over teleporting. Yeah, they've they have frayed that that membrane, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, puncture and demonic invasion. 
where it just like it's like a astral sea of like unknown horrors just start coming out of like oh yeah or it didn't even have to be like monsters it could just be that now physic- incursion sorry that's incursion. what it was called from the new doctor strange all right multiverse movie incursion what if it's instead it's it's fucking with the physics and it's mm. and it's it's shut down and no teleportations allowed anymore mm-hmm. or it, it's impossible because now the magic of that other plane that makes teleportation function hmm. has just been dumped onto your plane and now if you're trying to teleport it gets all wonky and it just shoots you anywhere hmm. because it's no longer streamlined so it's like it's like you had a a, a river that was a direct passage and a avalanche or a mudslide happened and all of a sudden there's tributaries that are opening up all over the place. So if you try to go down, you might just end up going down any one of these tributaries and winding up in the middle of anywhere. Could you, you could do that. You could also tell a story about that, about economics and social inequity and frame that as a, as a universal good, because suddenly everybody has the ability to teleport how they want. And if the planes are already open, again, let's lean into this idea that, change is not bad change is just neutral it's just different now and so yes we have to deal with now we're living in some hybrid mortal dimension slash astral plane but everybody can teleport around wherever they want it's much more egalitarian yeah that would change society pretty significantly yeah i i suppose yeah in that that world in, in that world where previously teleportation was restricted to private companies or incredibly powerful mages yeah, who could it, it, teleport you or multiple people at once yeah it's that legend of Korra thing where all of a sudden everyone's got the ability to bend or yeah, a lot of more or people air bend to, yeah yeah a lot of people start getting that yeah there's a way to tell different stories with that and and i i love the idea of the tsa because i keep going back to when i was playing the witcher 3 witcher 3 incredible game yeah my single favorite quest in the whole thing is when Geralt gets stuck at the bank and has to go stand in line and fill out different paperworks and deal with the bank clerk and just get sent from station to station. I don't back think and I forth. played this, this quest. It was in one of the DLCs. It was in the uh, Blood and Wine I didn't, DLC. I didn't play Blood and Wine. That's it why. was so fucking funny just watching Geralt get literally stuck in line waiting at a bank and being told, no, this is the wrong form. You need to go fill out another form in order to access this yeah. money that someone had left. That's, it was spectacular. I mean, bureaucracy is funny until you have to work in it, in which case you hate it. All right, but I want to talk about... I'm not talking about work. No. <laughs> this is a happy space, a safe space. I want to talk about uh, the economics because mm. the economic implications are obviously massive. And the first thing that comes to mind is, well, moving goods becomes way easier and mm-hmm. becomes a non-factor, depending on how the television is set up. But well, I'm... Let's, let's limit it. So let's say in the first session, in, in the first scenario... It functioned, you know, teleportation was basically our stand in for where it was standard for flight and still limited and controlled in in some way. Do you want to go the opposite in this case and say, what if teleportation was equally accessible? Yeah. So let's say all you have to do, I'm thinking of you've got one mage entrepreneur or whomever who builds a doodad that's like the teleportate, the teleporter 4000 um you know i don't know it's like the four thousandth attempt but it's like a little doodad you can go buy at, <laughs> from this guy uh like a willy what wonka fig- the other 3999 kyle Th- they didn't work there's a four thousandth version that they work suddenly there's just a continent missing 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's 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 been slowly eroded. Yeah. No uh, one talks about it. Yeah. There's four thousand dead bodies. Um, sorry, three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dead bodies. Just slowly um, falling out of the sky. Been <laughs> into the ocean, so nobody knows. <laughs> that someone finds like there's like like there's it actually was hitting a little island in the middle of nowhere, and someone just finds an island just full of dead bodies, and like but no one's ever been to this island before, and there's just like, some Cheryl, and there's just some crabs going around just picking at them. God, uh, that's horrifying. Yeah, but Whoa, so like that. So people go and buy the teleporter four thousand, and you can basically use it as like a wand, and you can just flash it over any object and think about where you want to teleport it to, and it'll teleport it there. Hmm? That seems pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. and maybe it's that there needs to be enough space for it, mm-hmm. and maybe maybe it needs to. I think you would probably want it that would be like end to end, so hmm. someone else has to have teleporter four thousand to also receive it. Maybe because otherwise you could just really fuck with people by just like you could just send you could just teleport an army in anywhere. Oh, see, so you you went and I was sitting imagining I'm having my morning coffee and then suddenly a fucking box falls under my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I'm in aiming. the spot. When I guess this is a, a a huge implication of teleportation is how mm-hmm. do you put controls on it in a world so that makes sense? Because if it's wild chaos magic and mm-hmm. people are allowed to just do teleportation in whatever way they want everything goes to hell mm. like that that isn't good so like either it needs to be in a few people's hands so that there's a bit more of that that's a safeguard or it needs to be actual safeguards like you need to have you know um like a two-way acceptance that yes you can teleport this thing right or it is location based like the mm-hmm. teleportation circle works because it bypasses any of the chaos that could be happening from people just teleporting shit into your face when you're trying to eat mm. or teleporting in an army at, at any any moment in time teleport in an assassin to kill a king and then just deuce mm-hmm. how do you create those types of security measures other than perhaps just having somebody be able to accept it i think it becomes a re- this is why you have like the, the elitism of teleporting mages because sure. the resources I love side economies and, and building shit. Up. So yes, you could, you would have the thing that the, the teleporter 4,000, you could also then have, you know, <laughs> vertical integration, the same company that made, or the same guy that invented the teleporter 4,000 also makes the teleportation blocker 2000. And it's a ring that you wear. That means that no one can teleport within a certain, I'm thinking very much in the terms of a D and D item where it's very radius or, or distance based. Mm-hmm where you could it makes a shield that no one or nothing can teleport yeah. within a five foot radius around you okay or without your consent right almost like a ring of thought shielding i think that's a magical item where like yeah. no one can can scry on you or, or read your mind all right now this i really love you ever try to use um a one of the uber or lime scooters the no. fuck the scooters oh, the sco- I, I love the scooters scooters are interesting because they're not they're <laughs> evil Shh, shut the fuck up um <laughs> If you try to use those, the rent like the rental scooters on the street, there's legislation. It 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 varies by is it because it's usually local legislation, but if I try to park it on certain streets around here, I can't. It's blocked. You can't stop your ride there. If you try to go mm. over bridges, it, it it prevents you from stopping your ride. That's interesting. I didn't it, know it, it, sometimes it will. St- I have been on it where it, it it will just because it's like a zone you're not supposed to be riding them in. It will. The governor will kick in and it will stop the motor. So you have to then push 
through this zone. And Uber has put a little GPS thing in there that will detect this and will stop you because of because of a, of a piece of legislation. Now, take your little like ring idea mm. and say that the the king's archmage or whatever has put blockers in all private homes, in all private. It's only public spaces that you can teleport to and from. Hmm. So you can teleport into the street. So if you're just getting around, so if, if you're entering the city, you can teleport in to some random street and then you have to walk the rest of the way. Or like there's like loading docks that are like are the only places that are allowed to be teleported. I don't know. Like, if, like Well, it's you, sort of like, I think back to video game mechanics fast travel you can fast travel you can leave any place from anywhere yeah but you will always show up at the entrance to that city you can't you know in in skyrim if i'm in white run yeah i can fast travel from anywhere in white run but if i go from white run to one of the other it will drop me at the front gates of windhelm not at whatever you know store i want to go to well i'm thinking of in terms of like it's only settlements like cities that are that have difficult like where you can't just teleport anywhere if it's if it's the wilderness Mm -hmm. it's like the inverse of skyrim or any fast travel system in a game to a degree because you could just pick any point on the map and say i want to go there Mm. as long as that 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 place on the map is in a city where there's governors involved Mm -hmm. or where there's blockers involved Mm. and then important people have blockers that are radius based so if if like the king and his retinue are going out to go hunting you can't just teleport to the king because he has a blocker so there's a one mile radius or wherever around the king, yeah. so you can't just teleport to him. Well, just like in D, I mean, we live in we live in DC. Can't fly over the White House. No, absolutely no air traffic. Yeah, and, right. well, anywhere over the city, basically. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, I think if you're if you're looking at how to make how do you regulate it, look at TSA and look at air traffic control because those mm-hmm. are really good planes are governed in a way that is so interesting in the real world, and they that no one knows about. Well, a lot of people well, know about. There are thousands of people who happen to know about this. They all work in the in the flight industry. It's true. Yeah, I, I, it might be at the end of the noodles on that one. It is. On but blockers. you said uh, on well on blockers and also just kind of space based limitations. It's also it's always very easy to say okay, well, if if teleportation is personalized you know magic is personalized it is ubiquitous sort of like the force it's everywhere but different people are just naturally more powerful than others then you could say all right well i've learned to teleport maybe i can maybe it's a weight-based system where i can oh i can only teleport up to 50 pounds or 100 pounds and then the super powerful mages can teleport ten thousand pounds and they're Mm -hmm. the same as the pilots right like and you can kind of develop a scale like that to Again, create some interest and some tension. You know, Marvel does that really well with its mutants that, you know, you have Jean Grey, who's this super powerful telekinesis wielder, right? Who can move planets with her mind. And then you have other people who are like, I moved this car. Yeah. And and that's just different, right? Um, so there, there are different ways to put limitations on it. Uh, you mentioned streets earlier. Would you we need streets? In, huh? Would you need streets? Would you need streets? I mean, you would... Because you would need people to still be able to walk around, presumably, particularly yeah. if you lived in a world where teleportation was more ubiquitous and you could have people bamfing back and forth yeah. from I, house to house or from work to home. Okay. But um, you would not need as much, nor would you need highways necessarily in the same degree. So yeah. the, the 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 principles for urban design are... All right. I want to, for this bowl of noodles, I want, I, I'm going to add the stipulation that... 
everyone has innate teleportation. Okay. So every everybody can teleport. Okay. Because I think it, I think it helps better for this example. Yeah. So, so you're not you're not relying on any technology. It's just people can teleport. So you, I think at that point, the question becomes: Do you have cities at all? Or do people live <laughs> wherever the fuck they want? Because then you can because. Think of it like people gather and organize in, in, in city-based units because it makes services more easily accessible. The geography is the the main driver of things being more difficult. No, so I I mean to a degree that, that might have been how they started. That's how they started, but they wouldn't. But if everyone can teleport, you would never and could start. from the beginning of history. Exactly. Then right. why would you ever know anything else? So I'm I'm thinking if everybody can just plop down wherever they want, much like people are doing like during COVID in, in the real world. They go, they can work anywhere, they just locate anywhere. So th- this person wants to go live on top of a mountain, cool, they just teleport to the top of a mountain and start building a house there. These mm-hmm. people want to go live down by the sea, they go do that. There, there might be neighbors, maybe people nearby, sure. because they like the social elements of it, but you can live wherever. And then if there's mm-hmm. like central markets where people go, and then I guess you just probably, like, because you would teleport, because you would need to know where to teleport. Yeah. So you would you you need to know need to that know like this is where people buy stuff. So maybe it would just be cities become less residential, yeah. and, and and you turn into the like American car centric city. Except yeah. that there's no suburbs. People just live anywhere and else. I was I was thinking Coruscant because Why? there are no streets there. It's a, everyone's all just sort of flying around. Yeah, and you do just kind of get right from one place to another. You don't need streets. They're operating in three dimensions, but this... I mean, you, this could operate if, in three dimensions, maybe. You, you could. You, you could do that, but... Well, you could, but would you Would you even need gaps between buildings? I, I, I could light. see... Light. You'd still probably want light. Because, like, there are certain things that we have because of transportation needs, and there are certain things we have because it's just more pleasant. Hmm. So people, people still want to have space to walk around because people like to walk around. Sure. Vitamin theoretically D. but if you can also innately teleport maybe people don't like need vitamin d or need the sun or don't want to yeah. walk or whatever you can you can do you, that you, you can change whatever you want right but i would think if, if we're talking about humans you we, we still want to talk we still want to socialize we still want to be able to walk around to move to feel good but then it's that's why i think we would we would locate ourselves really far away mm. so you can have all that natural space but if everybody wanted to go there wouldn't Everything would be this sort of peri-urban, suburban yeah. area, right? Where it's just more uniform. Yeah, you would just have like a wider. Yeah, maybe people would just be really spread out in like villages, just yeah. village after village after village after village, just like on top of them right. and each other, like in a long strip out in the middle of anywhere because mm-hmm. you can teleport. So, but you'd still need space for agriculture. So it's not like yeah. everything could be yeah set up. And I also this is interesting. What would this? What would tourism look like? I mean, I don't think. Would tour, you, I don't. I don't think tourism would even be really a concept. Exactly. What would be though is camping, glamping, hiking. Like these. Not would hiking because you just teleport to the top and go. No, Great view. No, no, no. But what if people? If you can do that, people might start doing it more for exercise, for just the sheer pleasure of it. I could see that and see. Hmm. sort of like we were talking about in the episode about the mail like if you can't fly then you have the the couriers i think we called them who have to navigate the treacherous land who are so badass right yeah and that's like a sign of prestige so maybe people are it's like um 
a status symbol to say i hiked this so maybe like say there are blockers in this world there's a blocker on a mountain and, and if you mm. get to the top of the mountain it's like a true feat because yeah everybody you know because it's otherwise it'd be unverifiable that you did it you, you did it honestly or yeah. if you just teleported somewhere right but yeah, tourism would be non-existent. I think food supplies would be really in, like food security would be really interesting because you wouldn't like you you could inhabit any place. You don't you don't need to go somewhere where there's a stable food source. You teleport when you need food. Hmm. So you, like if you really like, the, would people be inherently nomadic then? Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I mean, unless they, I mean, because you say you like you have a house, you could be nomadic all day. You could go anywhere all day. You could just yeah. leave you, I had a meeting in France in the morning and then I popped over to to yeah. to Finland for lunch. Yeah, if you were feeling like going to the beach today and you live it and you live in a desert, you just go you go to the beach, go hang out. So I, I think people The w- irony of going to the beach when you live in a desert. Yeah, but but you want you want the salty air? I mean, you're not there for the for the sand. Whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm not I'm not defending that guy's decisions. It's cold, it's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating. It gets, it all gets everywhere. everywhere. I think people would be nomadic in a way because they're not beholden to being somewhere for stability because mm. stability is not a desire, it's not a need. Because you can you can so immediately search out the solution to your problems because you can teleport. So you can just say, I need food. I'll teleport somewhere else food. The, the weather's horrible where I live. I'll teleport to where the weather's nice. Oh, I need to relocate because there's a war on teleport and it'll relocate. Mm-hmm. You, The barriers of movement mm-hmm. that humans have in the real world and what most stories have, I think, are one of the main conflict creators. Mm-hmm. You remove that barrier. What are our needs? What do our needs become? And how, and I think you end up in a situation where there is very little permanence in setup other than those who are maybe like processing yeah. stuff. They are creating products. Right. But consider COVID in the fifties, in the 1950s, you know, we wouldn't, you wouldn't have people moving to Costa Rica if they could keep their job, right? <laughs> because it would be a much harder trip. Yeah, and also be harder to spread the disease. It would also be harder to spread the disease. That's a very good point. Oh, pand. Oh, fuck. Diseases in this world would be that'd be crazy. Yeah, they'd be probably really da- they'd be really dangerous because you'd have yeah. similar thing for a language. Hmm. You're gonna have either everybody gets on the same page, everybody mm-hmm. gets immunized to the same things really fast, everyone starts speaking the same language, mm-hmm. or you're gonna have the other side of it where. There's just a ton of language and communication barriers all over the place, and diseases are spreading everywhere. Because mm-hmm. it's just so much faster. Yeah. So I feel like those two questions you have to, I mean, and like they can both, the answers can be, you know, one can be one, the other can be the other. But maybe they wouldn't, because if teleportation is, or, 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 or it would spread differently, right? Because if you think about every contagion movie, like the movie Contagion, it spreads diseases and pandemics spread so much through points of you know like by airplane right where you've got groups of people moving self-contained or in amongst together right yeah but like the black plague didn't yeah fair is that's a good point. famously yeah that's pre airplane no but yeah it would it would have some impacts there too um and if you want to take it a, a smaller scale 
there is a reason why teleportation is always a fun power in video games because of the way it changes combat. So if oh, you yeah. had like war in a world where teleportation's real, I think the first thing you do is you you create blockers. Hundred percent, like zero doubt. Whoever zero doubt. whoever develops blockers becomes the military superpower. Yeah, because otherwise, yeah, you just people. But then whoever can come up with the anti-blocker right. is become the military superpower. And obviously my mind went straight to an Assassin's Guild that has created those. We have done Assassins before. We like Assassins. See, what's funny is my mind immediately went to, ooh, what if Druids figured out how to <laughs> teleport through trees and they just started <laughs> killing everybody? <laughs> but that would be a cool – that would be a great city design too is if you had Druids, the fresh bowl of noodles – if you had druids that could teleport through trees or plants or whatever the spell is called in D D, but you could use plants as a as a as like a conduit as a conduit to, for for teleportation, yeah. then you would have a city built with greenery and shrubberies everywhere, right? You know, and and that could be a very cool physical design for a world if you wanted to do that. That is a yeah. cool way of doing it. Um, getting back to warfare, though, I love like yes, you could. There's there's teleportation in one-on-one combat where you're sort of just blinking around yeah. the battlefield trying to cut each other, kind of almost looking like a Dragon Ball Z fight at the end. You're moving yeah. so fast. This also creates a space of why do you even need an army if you can just open up a gateway above a city and drop a big fucking rock on it? <laughs> interesting right like yeah do you even need armed forces yeah, or is you it just teleport in a, a big rock like even if you have a blocker right like let's say you have a blocker that you know means you can't teleport yeah, is, in. is there a height limit is there a height limit and if, oh if it's God. only like you know yeah a thousand feet above the city well okay so we just <laughs> teleportation gate oh shit big fucking rock and then you fell just, on the fucking capital you just drop basically asteroids yeah and you just asteroid bomb people I think the tel- being able to teleport the the rock to begin with might be a struggle, but if you can do it, then yeah, you've got a yeah. it's it's a nuke. Yeah. You've just got a nuke, right? And yeah, like, is there a way around it? If you have an enemy, I think it's just morality and like principle is the only thing holding back. Yeah, anyone from doing that because it seems like if you have the, if you if if you find a rock that you can teleport because yeah. the rock would need to be like out of the ground. Yeah. Theoretically. But yeah, if you find it, then mm-hmm. you're golden. Mm-hmm. What if you just dropped like a, just a fuck ton of gravel? What would happen? I'm just thinking about that of like, cause if a, a giant rock, you get the force of that. But what if it's just like, instead of a giant rock, it's like a shotgun. It's like, yeah, like 5,000 pieces of gravel. What's that going to do? Is it just going to like tear shit apart too? Yes, it's going to fucking, I mean, the, uh, the penny from the top of the Empire State Building. I, I, I believe that, it, that they've been, someone was told me recently. Is that a Mythbusters thing? That it's like, like a bit did. of a Mythbusters thing. But, but still, the, yeah. the, what little I know of physics, what I learned from Dr. Modovan in high school uh-huh. was Mr. Modovan. I, I do feel like yeah, once it, it hit escape velocity, yes, it would, you would still have some impact dropping a pebble from high enough. Unless it starts burning up. Unless it's it, well, yes, but that would be you have to really go high. That's up. very high. But I'm also this is, we just finished up um, the Jewish holiday of Passover uh, a, a few weeks ago. Um, part of that is a retelling of the ten plagues. One of the ten plagues is frogs, and if you just drop a bunch of frogs, a bunch of frogs into a city, 
that'd just be kind of funny. It'd be just kind of funny. People, I don't. It, oh my god, kids pranking each other would be merciless. Yeah, problematic. Deeply. I want to come back to. I read this up before, but you know, we went we went a different direction. But I want to talk about economics again. Hmm. I don't think you have. Like, is there any need for boats? Hmm. I don't think boats exist hmm. because you could just teleport across the sea. I don't think. I don't think you domesticate horses. I don't think horses. I don't think we like you need land travel animals. So you don't domesticate them and you leave them in the wild. Yeah. I don't think you domesticate a lot of animals at all in this situation, unless it's for food. I don't. And that's not, that's not bad. Like think of the jobs that are erased. You don't have truck drivers, you don't have drivers, anyone in that industry. Like, like you have people who are maybe like laborers who are physically able to pick up the goods so it's like you teleport it to get it across the great distance but then it's like and i'm i'm kind of coming back to the location to location rather than just the innate teleportation if you like locate it like if you teleport it from rivendell to hobbiton then there's like some hobbit has to pick it up and move it Mm -hmm. but you've covered the grand distance yeah so there's no there's no horse drawn carriage well, you still might it. use horses to pull a carriage from you know the, suddenly the localized mail carrier becomes much more important yeah right, and you might need it then. Yeah, and i do think one thing in this world i think you would still have very traditional militaries so yeah you, yeah, yeah. you might not need ships like all all seafaring would be, be military military yeah or pleasure yeah that's, yeah that's true like you because i agree you eliminate it for transportation here here's another thing though and again thinking about i'm i'm still stuck on this idea of teleporting yourself or other things right uh-huh. okay so let's say you 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 know you put some limits on it you need visibility okay you need to be able to see the thing you're trying to teleport what would that do to let's say oil drilling if you were able to see oil could you why would you want oil fuck you plastics plastics yeah but how but if you'd never dug it up yeah you, then you wouldn't have plastics hmm. but it's an interesting question nonetheless of like what if you want gems and you need to rather than being able to is mining really a thing yeah. that has to happen anymore in any form, because you could just basically like put your hand over a over a mountain and just say, "I'm going to teleport every single sapphire in this yeah. like in this." Presuming city. you could see it, and if you're touching, well, but yeah, maybe you maybe you don't need to see it. Maybe you need to know what it is, but you need to be touching it, yeah. and then you move into like transit of property. But if you're yeah. touching the rock that is that contains the gems, mm. does it count? I think you just teleport all those and then you make gems worthless because they're easy to to acquire that that i i i'm also i just had the idea because we love our assassins guild if you could teleport or and this this would require much more portal based teleportation rather than anything else but if you could portal your hand into the middle of someone's head 
or into the middle Jesus of someone's chest Christ. and oh. teleport it out with their heart or their brain in your hand. Good fucking God. But I like it. But it works. I feel like it'd be more interesting. I mean, I my brain goes to you just um, shoot an arrow and then teleport that arrow. Hmm. Oh, you shoot like um, just just a needle. Hmm. You just shoot that out of like a sling. So it's a tiny little needle. And you teleport that like directly into someone's heart. Yeah. So that it's like no one even sees uh, anything happening. Yeah, there's but, no there's no entry or exit. But it looks like they have a heart attack. Yeah. Because they just got like a, a needle just went and just shot yeah. them right in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you have teleportation and you don't have any limitations, a lot of people are going to die. Lots. Of, very quickly. And, okay. Coming back to what it like the anarchic version of this nobody wants to be in a position of power in that case because the target is so big Hmm. on you yeah so which perpetuates an anarchic system of you need to not make any enemies Mm -hmm. if you make an enemy you have to kill them immediately because otherwise they'll kill you Hmm. because teleportation just unlocks so many doors Hmm. so you you, like you you have to settle grievances really quickly grudges just can't exist right and you get some epically cinematic fight where you're just constantly trying to yeah but it's also a fight that could span an entire world you know depending on how the range limits of your of individual one-on-one teleportation you could you could do that you know where you're just bamfing and trying yeah. to fight and stab each other all over the place that could be really again cinematic hard yeah. to do in a story space but yeah i mean i feel like if you're trying to do a very unique world doing the anarchic everyone has teleportation and there's no rules version is i think a pretty green space it might not be there might be others but like well, no one's doing that because that's really it's just so because it is chaos because writing a story in a, in a system of anarchy is really hard because the conflict is much harder to find you can't have class struggle you can't have like haves and have nots necessarily because you have an anarchic system where that shit just goes crazy like i mean you have anarchic systems in like post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. settings but in a setting where it's more that Everyone is so powerful that no mm-hmm. one can contain anybody. Mm-hmm. So then you can't you can't have anybody be an authority figure because no one can control you because you can you literally can just remove yourself from any scenario. So unless how- there were some technology, like you said, with blockers or you know that's literally just stops you from teleporting, that would be the only way it would work. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're under arrest. No, I'm not. Bye. I think you may right, be, like peace motherfuckers I'm out. like like you maybe get into like I'm thinking very evil like majocracy thing of mm-hmm. like people start making um like cuffs that uh that are blockers and they just cuff you and enslave you and they yeah. just have like it's like the red wizards of Thay. yeah kind of or thing. well they had that I mean they had that in the in the D and D movie they had magic negating cuffs yeah and that and the red wizards of Thay. so that yeah too yeah basically just do that yeah. and maybe it could work yeah but you'd have to get at the point where you could, you could have it and that would actually be i mean we already see restrict in our society restriction of movement as 
you know, that's kidnapping. That's one of the, you know, that's that, that is a, the, the inability of someone to leave. You're holding them hostage. You're holding them against your will. That is jail. That is prison. That's one yeah. of the worst things you could do. But if you have a society like that, that's predicated on this idea of un, literally unlimited movement and freedom, that is the worst. Or the best. No, no, no. I'm saying that's the worst crime. Oh, yeah. Like they, that would be so much more evil then yeah because it'd be like yeah it'd be, be like really clipping to... a bird's wings right like yeah. that kind of that kind of thing it would just i i can yeah. imagine I, it'd be, it'd I, be I the worst imagine, i can envision that being yeah a huge rallying cry and that is interesting what it would do to class struggle because again well we can't hoard wealth why because people keep teleporting into the fucking treasure room <laughs> taking also, it why do you need wealth what are you doing with it because what People can just teleport to acquire things elsewhere in the world hmm. because the restrictions you, the but, restrictions on movement are oftentimes to keep people from accessing what you have. Food, and, water, shelter. At their core, at their core. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking base. So like, base so what necessity? What becomes the most prized thing? What becomes an actual viable currency? I'm. I'm going to say probably processed goods, like gonna, things that like craftsmanship. Yeah. I was thinking that skill because you have easy access to raw material. Yeah. And if you can make it locks. Security. Yeah. Who, who is the best locksmith in all the world? That's like the, like the most powerful person is they make locks that you, you can, you can lock your shit down. So no one can teleport in and steal it. Instead of, I mean, there, I still think I still like the idea of the the hiking. Yeah, you know, as a the, the physical travel yeah, as a yeah. tourist as a tourism thing, I can imagine like a privacy resort. Mm, yeah, right. Where yeah. if you're just around and people can move anywhere, you've got like imagine you know make it mundane. Imagine work like everyone's just like banffing in. Like, hey, do you have a second? Like, I'm trying to write this fucking report, bro. Like, stop teleporting in. Yeah, you know, or like you just I have to, it and I'm taking a shit. Or right, I'm, like I have to, I have to shut. No lie, at work for me to focus, I get so many Teams messages and emails. I have to turn my Teams off and shut my email off uh-huh. in order to focus because I get distracted too easily. Otherwise, yeah. like if I had people just be like, oh shit, I need to go ask John a question. I'm gonna. Bamf over there, ask him, hey, John, you got a second? John yeah. might be giving himself an old tug. Who knows, right? Like, yeah. when, but so, so I could see privacy being, yeah, being well, so a, then it's, a luxury, an unspeakable luxury. Yeah. Oh, unspeakable. As in, nobody knows that the privacy resorts exist? No, 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 no. I mean, something that is so highly. Oh. But then you get into. How do you guarantee privacy? I guess blockers. Blockers again. It's that, the blockers. They, 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 it, it, we it's we all assume back, a lot this this technology. It well, it all comes back to blockers, which is like it creates an interesting push and pull mm-hmm. by having teleportation exist and having the anti teleportation technology also mm-hmm. exist. Does it become too simplistic then, from a world building perspective? Maybe. I think it's like I think it's interesting in that. It's the the need to deploy them and how you deploy them creates the world building interest of like the privacy resort sounds like a fascinating idea. Like this is one of the few places in the world where you can go and there's no teleportation allowed. You can't teleport out of your room. You have to stay in your room and then walk right. because you can't teleport. Right. And you can finally sit and sleep in peace 
knowing that no one's going to come bother you or attack you or take your shit. Right? Yeah. All right. I have a completely different bowl of noodles. Yeah. What if everybody has teleportation? Mm-hmm. Except the limitation is it is a finite resource. And if you teleport a certain number of times, you die or you I'm run gonna, out I'm, of it. I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to add something to it. What if you can teleport, but every time you teleport removes a day from your yeah there's from a your, cost. like there's a cost to it right like, yeah we've been assuming previously this was like this was a unlimited truly unlimited truly unlimited no consequences right which other than by the social way, consequences gonna fresh basil on top there mm-hmm. if you had universal costless teleportation would people be really fat yes right it was just one thing just again yeah. like if you're not moving if like I, I had to walk half an hour to get here right like that burns calories it burns calories because well, when you i was thinking about like when people teleport across the room to pick up a thing and then teleport back to where they were sitting maybe like how many times Absolutely have you, have, like let's be real how many times in your life have you tried to use the force to grab a thing 100%. across the room all the time we all, all do all, that or that's why I, I i have a belief that the of all the spells in Harry Potter, minus the Avada Kedavra one, the Akio spell yeah. would be the most fundamentally changing for our entire way of life. Yeah, I could just we be all, like Akio all... detergent, and because you could see the I detergent. See the detergent. I, I was like, that's an interesting thing to, to, to want summoned to you. I'm just sitting in my laundry room, but the detergent is for some reason in the bedroom. Come here. <laughs> the limitation being a, a, a cost to you, right. whether it's. You lose you lose time on your life. Maybe mm. it's you just get sick. Mm. Like so, it's it's a temporary physical cost that you can't really get used to. So you can do it, but it's like, like it makes re- you hyper nauseous, and you get yeah, you like, get sick for fifteen minutes afterwards, and there's no way to avoid it. Yeah, or or like jet lag. Like you just get hit with awful jet lag if mm. you teleport. And it, it will persist for like regular jet lag. Mm-hmm. It can take days to, to really mm-hmm. shake it. Mm-hmm. So you're just really t- – so that it's so uncomfortable to use it regularly. People mm-hmm. only use it for I really need to get this thing across a great distance mm-hmm. or this is really urgent. I think – That's a really interesting – I think that's, that's a cool. good way to like build that. to build into the system right. a limitation that is reasonable right. and like actionable. Yeah. Because if it makes it worthwhile, because you could also do it where like, um, I, I, I kind of like the, like, there's an unknown number of teleportations that you get before you're done Yeah. of, and like, and it's a high enough number that people aren't keeping good track of it. That's also, and I'm sorry, this is just a slight diversion, but you're yeah. completely right. Yeah. And maybe afterwards it's like, you get something like spatial madness or something where someone Ooh. who's teleported too many times has lost touch with, physically with yeah like their, with their body can they've lost touch with reality or or if you maybe if you do it too many times go back to the original idea of your your teleporting through another yeah. plane or dimension and you get stuck there but time passes differently yeah so you're there for thousands of years and then you come back and no time has passed, but you... Yeah, it's like Inception, whenever he, Yeah, whenever yeah, she gets exactly, stuck, like, exactly, yes. Like, yeah, like, w- watch Inception and watch the madness that... Marion Cotillard. Yeah, Marion Cotillard's character goes through mm-hmm. of no longer being able to comprehend what's real and what's not. Yeah. And that's a good consequence, because then it's the people walking around with that madness yeah. who are the cautionary tale to everybody else to say, stop teleporting, or you need to realize the limitations of this so people uh, people will start using it in moments of desperation yeah and and maybe it's a maybe it's everyone has it and there's a very low 
number of uses on it. So you really don't want to hit that number. Everybody kind of knows you get like you get 30. 50, yeah, 30 uses of teleportation in your life and then you you start to get into the madness territory. So then let's now we can bring class into it. Now imagine you have couriers, you have mm-hmm. people who are um highly paid to do this because they they use up their entire pool of resources. They use all their teleportations at at the cost of so it's like at the cost I mean, of their own health have, it's like coal miners it's like was, we literally pay people to sacrifice their bodies for the purpose of capitalism all the time why wouldn't why would that be any different exactly and so you, but it's it, it's such a short time frame you, you've only got a certain number so you'd still need to be judicious with how you use it if you're an organizer of the teleportation yeah. to be like you have to be trying to transport a thing of enough value or pay me enough for me to w- let one of my guys use a use of his teleportation very i i love this idea mm-hmm. I'm, I'm coming up with a lot of different risks now like you know if we go back to the druids with their teleport by plants like oh what if you end up just getting stuck in the plant and you become a tree person right and oh maybe that's how ants came into the world fun origin story i like it i also like the idea so i have this belief everyone always talks about how who's the real person is 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 superman the real person or is clark kent the real person right i have this idea in my head that they always show clark kent sitting at home and he goes home at the end of the day and he sits on his couch and just like takes a load off like the rest of us i call bullshit on that i think when he goes home he starts floating because he suddenly, his natural state is to fly, right? Like, it takes concentration, mm-hmm. it, t- it takes focus yeah. for him to stay on the ground. Okay. I'm f- going to apply that logic here and say, what if the risk of it is that, you know, we, we right now, we exist in some sort of harmonic balance with mm-hmm. this plane, uh, with this plane that we're in. And the... Just like in D and D, you know, you need for 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 planar travel. Thank you for planar travel. You need a tuning fork, yeah. something that's attuned to another to another realm. Let's say the risk of teleporting is after too many times you lose your attunement to this plane. Oh, and so, you, so, so you're like you. It's not madness, but you have to start being really fucking careful because if you lose focus, if you sleep. You go somewhere else. You might wake up somewhere else. Interesting. And not even have any control over it. Maybe you do. Maybe if you just keep teleporting to the ice realm, you just will end up back in the ice realm. But so you constantly have to be dressed for winter. Okay, yeah. But or if maybe that's part of the madness is like you you've woken up in a literal pit of hell way too many times. All right. I I I I like that. I'm gonna pivot it off of the waking up and just saying, so you can keep using it. Mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. there is no it's just that the your attunement gets weaker and weaker and weaker and at a certain point it, it, it's like oh 50 50 whether or not you end up on your own plane right and then it becomes 10 percent, and yeah. then it becomes guaranteed you cannot teleport to your your, your own plane right. you're gone forever from there right. and then you're kind of lost in the multiverse a, in some other plane of existence yeah. and then maybe you have like some other people who are like some refugees together there yeah. who are like who have like a, a they have a civilization at the edge of 
the universe of the of the multiverse of like right. a plane of existence. They call them like the in betweeners or something, right? Like the 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 UK sitcom, the in betweeners. Um, you know, I heard that somewhere. Yeah, but then you have which could be an interesting story of people. It's like the lost souls who teleported too many times, lost their attunement, mm-hmm. and are trying to, to create a life in some plane of existence that's far out yeah. that is maybe not habitable or maybe yeah. has threats that they're not accustomed to. Mm. And like I'm thinking Very about... quantum leap. Yeah, well, I'm thinking of um, in Star Trek, the movie, mm. where they like... And it's probably in the, in the shows. I never watched the shows. But like in the 2008 movie where they, they find Spock. Yeah, whatever. When they find Spock, old Spock. Right. All like living by himself on a planet, like alone, and I'm like it, that guy. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people living together in that scenario. Yeah, and then and they keep an eye out for anybody else who gets lost, yeah. who ends up there. I think that's great. I think you can really do a story with that. Totally, because then, it, then it's a character study of them together. Right, and maybe it's not even. I like the idea of fantasy stories that aren't about epic, heroic fantasy that are just like. regular sky beams they're like regular like literary fiction style just written in a fantasy scene like setting and you just what if it's just like a bunch of people trapped in a room and it's just their perspectives and their lives and how they live together now what if it is what if it's just a room and it's just then it's just called the room yeah no ah that's terrifying what are you talking like it's awful that's awful yeah so don't do it no i love that no so spooky I think, yeah, I, I think the, I think we, we have cracked the code for the limitations. Mm-hmm. I think attunement might be my favorite one of them. Though. I think so. I think attunement works really well. I think the, I think being sick mm. is like a interesting. So I was reading the other day, the, the, the deepest scoop, the world's deepest scuba dive was. A thousand feet below sea level. I, I forget what it was. Probably the Mariana Trench. Scuba dive. No, like not oh, in a, yeah. not in a thing. Like just yeah, a yeah. person with a with a tank. Yeah, it was like a thousand or fifteen hundred. It was that's so deep. Some absurd depth that no human has any business as, being down there. As some forty one would probably say, that was in too that deep. That was in too deep. Um, and what what I thought was really fascinating was what was really cool was it took this guy fifteen minutes to swim down. The descent only took 15, 20 minutes. Uh-huh. The ascent took him hours. Because he has to avoid the bends? He had to keep readjusting to the pressure. Yeah. Exactly. And so that is, there is real world precedent for this of mm-hmm. maybe one way, you know, your first teleportation of the day is quick, but then you, it, there's something... There's something that, right? Okay. That's why I like the idea of okay. the sickness or, or there's something else like your body has to adjust. What if there's a, a distance limit? So you can teleport a certain distance no matter what. You can all, there's always a cap of you can only teleport up to a half a mile at a time. Mm-hmm. And then so, but after, and, and you have a battery. And so kind of like what you're saying, but there's like a practical limitation, which is just, oh, you can only teleport this far at a time. And so, but if you teleport like three times, yeah. all of a sudden your battery is kind of draining. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and then you just find like a bunch of like uh teleporters kind of hanging out at like a tavern like so like we have like way stations yeah of people who are just like they're That's just cool. they're just kind of hanging out just waiting for the batter to come back eating some food mm-hmm. uh like they're a little tired but it's kind of like a like a more mental tired than physically tired an interdimensional diner yeah basically but it's just like a little tavern in the middle of nowhere that, that everyone knows if yeah. you're teleporting, just teleport to this spot because this, it's, it's a rest stop. It's yeah. literally just a rest stop yeah. for teleportation. Like popping in and they immediately collapse and and maybe the floors are all padded. Oh, yeah. Right. Or there's like an entryway where people like know to teleport in there and then you – so it, it's like there's like a receiving room. Yeah. Because I think – one of the, the the real problems that you can have in any world where teleportation becomes ubiquitous is that like pop in of yeah. like uh, like literally pop in if you look at like at uh, <laughs> it which is like like a term in video games of like uh, stuff just like coming in when it's not supposed to be there mm. like loading in like late or loading in incorrectly or mm-hmm. whatever and if so if you're in a room and all of a sudden just like a dude just like drops in like and just like what the, what the fuck like you just ruined our meal reg. Like, so like you need to have locations that they can go yeah and because then like you get back to like the blockers or whatever but like how much knowledge do people need to have to know don't tell destination about your destination and that's where like i think like the distance limit can maybe help by like could help like and maybe it's maybe it's you can only teleport to what's in sight what's in sight or or maybe you can only teleport to a place you've already been maybe that would be and that would sort of that would be interesting because that would then still mandate some form of physical travel because then you wouldn't be able then, to then it's just a fast travel system is literally what you're what you're, what you're proposing what's wrong with that nothing but i gotta walk home i'd love to be able to blink and be at home but so the term blink is what i like but i'm taking it back uh of the to what you can see yeah you can blink to what you can see so you can you can cover a vast distance yeah by just continually doing that but like it has to be you, you can only go to the edge of your of the horizon for you so then you you prevent people from teleporting inside yeah because they can't see inside right so like you immediately create the security issues but mm-hmm. across like the wilderness people can just go and just cross all that very fast but you know where you would never have conflict is mountains you know where people would move to be live safely mountains it's mountains yeah yeah or people would or or, or aerial like you you, you would you would create like aerial um some all right some entrepreneur the guy who created the teleporter 4000 is also going to create the house pad where you like literally can put your house on like a pad up in the sky it's just going to float no, because then everyone can see it and get up no, to you. No, because th- they can't see your house. They can see the bottom of the pad. So they would teleport and just fall and die. Huh. So like... It, it, Until it, someone like, figures out how to stick something under there. Yeah, but like... It, but if a bunch of people have those, then what, what's the point? The verticality becomes much more interesting yeah. in these scenarios. And then you get to the point where... You, you've got a more interesting world architecturally and stylistically and that mm-hmm. people aren't trying like people are if you're looking for privacy you gotta go up mm-hmm. so you have like high rises people are, are building taller buildings because uh no one can teleport right to their front door and like because mm-hmm. you could dig dong ditch 
so easily mm-hmm. if you can just blink away. Mm-hmm. Bring up the kids who are pranking the television. Yeah. I think this is a good place to you know start talking about what's stuck for us because for me, I'm still stuck uh, honestly on TSA. I, I was just thinking about what stick for me, and I was like, I like TSA. A I lot. think TSA is is really is just really fun. Like, I think that's great storytelling opportunity. Yeah. I think it's easy. It's very easy for an audience to get conceptually. Yeah. Um. It's also I I'm, I love puns, and it's a gigantic pun. Well, yeah, and, and I I think you're right in like the what people can get to conceptually, but I also. I think it's what you get to conceptually where like to it's relatable, but you can also create this visual spectacle mm-hmm. of I really like the visual of like the atrium that everyone's waiting in for to go to their teleportation circle. Yeah. And like having that actual like airport vibe yeah. is and like what would be happening in there is very like mystical and interesting to me. Yeah. I'm 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 envisioning almost something that feels almost like the Citadel in, in Mass Effect. Yeah, totally. Right? Like it would Absolutely. have that same vibe, that very ethereal. Shout out to EverQuest way back in the day. There was a place called the Nexus, which mm-hmm. which was this every they had like these planes. It was like it's called the Planes of Powers expansion pack. That every everywhere you went, there was a um, there was like a a statue you could interact with in every like in all these major zones, like mm-hmm. tons of them, and they're all. It was basically a world you had to run forever, like in game. Like it would take hours to cross the world, yeah. Like in real life, right? But then they added these little tomes you click on them, it would teleport you to this one central hub plane that then had all the teleportations to all the other places. That's cool. So you you have like this like nexus where people yeah. can all go. Yeah. Um, and I believe that place was not actually the Nexus was a different place in that game, but there was a plane that's that, that cool. had those all together. That's very cool. It's kind of like that. Yeah, very much so. And then you have like you have that citadel, that like hub city. Yeah, where everyone wants to be. Right, and that could be really cool. I think that's really fun, and that also blends really well with the lost souls. You know, the people that teleported too much and lost their attunement or got yeah. attuned. Maybe they're only attuned to the nexus now, and so they're yeah. stuck there. You know, but yeah. and they, but they can't get into the building because they're shunned by the rest of society, and they have to. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot there. Or the, the people who live in the nexus are the people who lost their attunement. Yeah, yeah. I think, however, you want to slice up the attunement thing. I think the attunement concept is maybe my favorite thing and i like the idea of the, of the lost souls whether it's the people in, you know on a snowy planet in the middle of nowhere yeah uh who are just like fighting giant worms and we're just and just like bonded together or if it's people who are now like running this this nexus because they can't get home yeah uh and and then they can't necessarily send a message to anybody else that they're there yeah whatever it is um and 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 there's something for me about like that staying at home and on the ground, kind of like the the Superman thing. It's like staying on the ground requires focus. Staying where you are in your home requires focus. I think that's really fun. Um, and then I think the last thing for me is is thinking about the urban design of it, like the like the physical. How would people live? Yeah. Where would they live? Would we need streets? Would we need that shit? Like I'm I'm envisioning Corkson. Like that is what I'm still stuck on mm-hmm. because if you've just got people blinking around then you're not you don't need streets in the same way no, you can no. suddenly build height is is totally different and you could probably even get construction moving at those heights much much easier because you could get people up there you could get raw materials up there much much easier you know there yeah. it suddenly all these doors are open like the architecture implications are really cool all right well that's what stuck for us let us know what stuck for you thanks for listening adios